we haven't been giving you enough attention because we've had this Spanish girl here like stop wanting the attention sort of thing. <laughs> the next day I have spots all over me. I don't feel like people talk about this issue. No, <laughs> no, and I'm glad you're, you've got a space to talk about it. Hi, I'm Erin Velak, and I've made it my mission to interview the members of the University of Nottingham's student radio station, URN. Join me to uncover how our members got into student radio, what they're listening to in their free time, and their most iconic pieces of clothing that might make you recognise them as you're walking around campus. I want to know who they are when the mics aren't live, so let's find out. This is Off Air with URN. So today we are joined with Jenny. We are. Hello, Hello. Jenny. Um, I don't know your last name. I normally introduce people with their full name. Oh, Jenny Kennedy. I did know that. Some people I just can't remember. You're just Jenny. You're not a full. You're not a full name person. I don't think I am. No, not. I feel like there are definitely types of people that fit full names. Yeah, I'm not one of them. I've never been one. It's always just Erin. Yeah. I think if you're like a Tom or a Will or something very very common, then you're always going to be a last name person. Emily. Yeah. Izzy. <laughs> yeah, every Izzy in this station. To be fair, I, I don't think I refer to any of them like as like Izzy, insert last name. I have nicknames for all of them. Some oh, of it is easier. just using their last name. Like yeah, Izzy Hunter, Hunter is just Hunter. She's just Hunter. In all aspects of life, she is Hunter. Yeah, exactly. And I have, you know, all my um, audio files where I've interviewed them before are saved as Hunter, Moz, whatever. And every time I need to uh, message Izzy Morris, I, I just search Moz on and like... There she is. Yeah. Or there she isn't, because my phone doesn't know that I call her Moss. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> if I'm on Facebook or something, they'll be like, I type M-O, and then she comes up, because like, out of habit, I'll do a Z. And they'll be like, oh. And she disappeared. And she disappeared. I'm like, no, where'd Not you go? right, Izzy. But yeah, you have joined URN this year. I have. Have you ever done radio before, or is this your first time? I did one episode of The Pulse in my first year. Okay. Because I went to like the welcome talk back in 2019. Yeah. There's a picture. This is what freaks me out. It's a picture of myself, Emily Oxbury and Holly Madden sat on the same row <laughs> in that welcome talk. And I didn't meet them till third and fourth year. Oh, that's quite funny. So I did one episode of The Pulse, decided that I wasn't cool enough for the radio. I know. And then with COVID and everything, yeah. you know, I was on a year abroad. I could only really join this year. Ah, so, so what I made you really... decide, no, I am cool enough? I think the easiest way in was knowing someone that already does it yes so i met holly madden at a house party back on like february i think last year between i was on a year abroad last year so i was between countries and i met her told her that like i'd been thinking about it because she said that she does it and then she introduced me to em and jack at the pub and then em was like well holly can't do the show with me anymore do you want to like take her place and i was like of course i do so i skipped demos didn't have to do any of that stuff Oh, you got your you got in there immediately. Yeah, because obviously she's the deputy head of station this year. She knows what she's doing. She's not going to be demoing. No, so no. I didn't have to either. And I, yeah, it was great. And everyone feels like I've been here for ages because yeah. I'm so close with her. But I haven't. I'm a newbie. I don't know how any of this kit works. <laughs> I just vibe. It was quite nice. We walked in and you went, I don't think I've ever been in here before. And I was like, well, here wel- we are. welcome to my home from home. I love it. It's a very like, quaint room. Yeah, it could the be better. Mics. I wish... I wish it was <laughs> not what it is, but that's a different That's thing. another day. <laughs> It'd be li- lovely if we had what felt like a podcast studio and not just like a random room of storage with like yeah big equipment in it. And random yeah. pieces of wood. <laughs> yeah, there's some mini egg wrappers over there. There's nice. cardboard boxes. But you know, we're setting the scene. We are. We've got a window on one wall we've got a window looking into another room on the other wall and then we've got an old window that has been replaced with a mirror <laughs> on the other wall but it's still got the window frame i think that's quite a quirky feature you know it is quite cool yeah don't know why, why couldn't not? tell you why why not looks like it was more effort than it was probably worth <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> just stuck a mirror on one side of it but oh well we love it we do but yeah so you're a daytime host I am you mentioned you did the pulse in first year do you think that being daytime is more you or do you think doing the more factual news kind of thing is something you'd want to continue in the future I would say I am more of a daytime girl at heart I was very interested with like the pulse and like I do enjoy reading the news I have to do that as part of my course keep up to date with all the different countries news but I don't know I just feel like chill and chatty is my vibe to be honest so daytime yeah. does fit me Very i nice. think have you enjoyed it 
I love it so much. Are Every you... time we can't do a show, I'm really sad. <laughs> and Emily's like, I'm sorry, do it on your own. And I'm like, I, yeah, maybe. But I have done it on my own, to be fair. The yes. second week I ever did a show, she left me for the final hour. And I was <laughs> like, I don't even know how to press pause. But but you've made it work. I have. I love it. Nice, nice. Good... What's the dynamic with you two in the studio? Is, it one per- is Emily doing all the buttons? Or do you um, take it in turns? We've taken it in turns, to be honest. Mm. But she is more like confident with fading and stuff and all the beds i i know how to do it but if she wants to do it feel free oh, yeah. good i'm just it. there for a good time yeah. <laughs> you are learning from the best though first-hand so. experience fully. fully which is amazing um but yeah so i feel like we have to talk about it because i feel like your degree is a big part you i think from what i know of you you really enjoy it it seems yeah on, a, on the whole this year you tend moment. to be stressed out about like certain things going on but as a whole i feel like it's a subject that you get on really well with i absolutely love it let's explain to the listeners what do you do what do i do i study french and spanish i started spanish as a beginner at university um but it's been like the best decision i very nearly went to you need to do pharmacy okay you believe that me a pharmacy student no um what was the pull for you know either of the subjects i think at my secondary school in sixth form, they really pushed for science subjects in the future. So I was like, oh yeah, I love chemistry. Was it just kind of what everyone was doing, what the teachers kept yeah. recommending? So when yeah. I was choosing my A-levels, I wanted to do French, Spanish, maths and chemistry. They were my four best subjects. And then my sixth form was like, two languages won't get you anywhere. Drop one of them. So I got rid of Spanish. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do pharmacy. That makes sense with my subjects. And then I was like, wait, I actually don't really like chemistry that much. My teacher's awful. It's not what I want to do. So I switched quite last minute to, yeah, French and Spanish, but I had to do it as a beginner, even though I'd done my GCSE, which was annoying. Okay. It's been the best decision of my life. Like on a languages degree, you go abroad for a year. Yeah. Best year ever. Now I'm back, not wanting to be back, (laughs) but I am back for only a few months more. And then freedom. And I'm going abroad again. I was going to say, you've you've told me your plans to go to Australia, which sound amazing. Em and I are doing Australia and New Zealand. I have got a trip to Japan booked, hopefully going to South America to teach English a bit as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. That's I the will path. say, I think it's teaching English is a great reason and excuse to go traveling. Oh, yeah. Is that why you want to, is that why you're going to South America to teach English so you can travel and earn money? Or is it, do you have an interest in teaching kind of in the longer term? I do a teaching module this year. I do teaching Spanish to primary school kids. I had a six-week placement in a school. And my mum's a teacher, so I've grown up around teaching. It is a potential career path, but I think I'd like to try something, you know, a bit more businessy or in, like, translation Mm. before I go to teaching. Yeah. Teaching for me is, like, a backup. But then, yeah, abroad, it's such an easy way to travel and earning money. Because obviously, Australia is expensive. Japan is expensive. I'm like, I want to keep traveling, but I need the finances. It seems like you are picking the countries that are known as being expensive as well. Yeah. 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 I inherited a (laughs) bit of money. I work every time I'm home. Fair. I I saved up a lot, to be honest. But hopefully we can make it work. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It sounds very exciting. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'd love to go to Australia. It's I love the idea. It's, I hope, I hope it happens. Amazing. Emily and I are trying to find dates that work because her graduation's coming up. Then there's the SRAs. Oh, yeah. There's just a lot of things to juggle into the equation. Are you graduating this year? I am. You are. I am. So are you graduating July. with an undergrad or a... An undergrad. Despite the fact it's a four-year course, yeah. it's like we've done like a placement yeah, placement yeah. sort of thing, so it is still a BA. Fun. But I might be back. I'm having a year off. Then I might come back, maybe not here, but go Somewhere. back to studying to do a master's if I need it for a career. Yeah, I was going to say, would you want to do a master's in languages? Probably. Well, I say that. The initial thought is probably in like audio-visual translation mm. is what I'm really passionate about, like subtitling and dubbing. But then equally, I'm a bit of a property nerd. So I feel <laughs> okay. like real estate and property internationally yeah. could be a bit of me. <laughs> well, I will say... Um, I know and love Luxembourg because that's where I live. And it's it's the kind of place where if you speak more than one language, you're so employable because they need people who speak everything. Yeah. So head yeah. over to Luxembourg. Hello, yeah. That's what you're telling me. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> I've never been. I would love to go though. Yeah, why not? I'll come with you. 
and Show you can around. literally see the whole country in about a day perfect and that's all you need to do it's nice mm-hmm. and small nice and small um yeah lovely my brain's having a moment <laughs> because i wanted to ask you i won't just go into one of the questions i like to ask everyone okay which i did i did i did try and warn you about and you went i've got an answer already so is this an answer that has been like you've always had this planned or is it just when i asked the question to you earlier it was the first thing that popped into my lovely it's a bit of a niche thing that not yeah. many people in this country know much about because i will say when i told emily emily was like panicking no no emily's like i know this because i've been planning my specialist subject since i can remember i don't think i know what hers is oh this makes me feel really bad i don't remember it was like two months ago when i recorded this um what was it it was something very much i can't remember anyway so my question to you is if you were going on a master on mastermind or something like that and you need a specialist subject what would you pick i would go for the different pastries you can get from a french pâtisserie because i tried all of them during nice. my year abroad fair i feel like i ate my way through france lovely where were you staying in france i was in montpellier in the oh coast. i love it it's gorgeous i and love it was it. sunny like every day yeah. went to the beach after work it was great that's the region of france i always go to every yeah. year every year on holiday it's the best you have to go to the south i think I yeah. feel. oh definitely fine, but paris is not the one in the summer though it's no. too hot um and that kind of montpellier aix en provence like that region is stunning nice even is all right well well, i think i went it was last year i went to montpellier i can't remember anyway i might have been there i've been seven months that's a long time yeah but yeah so pastries pastries do you have a favorite a paris brest and what is that it's like a how would i describe it it looks a bit like two profiteroles stacked on top of each other and it's like pecan flavor yeah so you've got this amazing cream inside with pecan all over it a bit of caramel sauce drizzled oh it was heavenly i'll find you a photo so you can please react thing is i don't know the names of any of them but i'm quite quite partial to a friend's patisserie or i've seen quite a few they're so good they're so good where's a good picture let me find you the exact person like company that made mine because she's a, a specific though. company as well yeah i love that i love no, that you've, wrong. you've They're got not it loading but look at that yes oh yeah i know Doesn't exactly the things so good? They're mm. just heaven they always make I me think of like a last week while i was there as well no company, i was working over yeah. there and the company bought me like a, a final one as my, my lunch for the last day changed my life i had <laughs> i went back to france after like six months later and i got one lovely it had to be done i always think of them as um cream filled burgers like sweet kind burgers. Of, That's yeah. kind of what they look like. Yeah. It's kind really of the good. two buns and then the filling. It's quite a weird like answer from me because I'm such a chocolate girl. Okay, but you've everything gone for cream. But that just hit the spot. Huzzah. It was delicious. Are you um you know when you have the option, croissant or pain au chocolat? Which one do you pick? Pain au chocolat. All day every day? All day every day. Mm, interesting. But over a pain au chocolat, pain au raisin okay so yes chocolate but also you've got other flavors you like i do i see you quite like the custard and cream like a plain it's too plain yeah you can put toppings and like i love a plain croissant just on its own with nothing by itself Mm, delicious wow no see i need like some jam or some nutella anything you want a bit more flavor whereas i just want the buttery pastry yeah for add a bit more butter and i need it i think (laughs) that's really bad isn't it (laughs) i think it depends if it's a nice one i'm quite picky I don't, as much as you're supposed to like them when they're really crispy, I don't. No, they're not I like good. the good lamination layers, yeah. but if it's too crispy, <laughs> we could do half an hour on, on pastry. Will. Also, I love Bake Off and oh. especially Bake Off Creme de la Creme, like the professional yeah. one. Yeah. That's the one I watch the most. So I, I, I feel like I know the words to use because I, I see them make it. One of my friends that I met on my year abroad is now training in Paris to become a patisserie chef. Amazing. Every morning on her story, she's like, she's been at the school since like 5am making hundreds of different things. And every day I wake up, look at her and go, oh, I'm hungry now. (laughs) It's heaven. She's so good. 
What yeah. a friend to know. On it, that sounds like the best kind of friend because anytime you're back in Paris, be like, hey, do you want to meet up for breakfast? Oh, you, you, you can, can make it. You make me? Even okay. <laughs> well, if you insist. She'll know the best spots to go. Yes. I feel. Like down the little side street, the mm. tiny little cafe. 100%. Oh, I know. Wonderful. I wonderful. Know. Oh, that's, I, you know what? That might be one of my favourite favorite answers i've heard to that question really yes it's a bit rude it is but i like it i feel like people would think i'd choose a musical because i'm very musical theater based but no no there you go well musicals can be your backup one yeah if all else fails yeah when you get to the next round yeah or if someone else has chosen french patisseries i'll just go for musicals (laughs) (laughs) imagine Uh, oh i don't think i'd do very well on mastermind though i think the pressure would get to me would it be the pressure or the and know how your general knowledge is. Pretty good. Yeah. I'd say it's the pressure. You know when you definitely know the answer to something, the most simple question, but because there's so much pressure on you, you just forget. Yeah. I feel like that would be me. Oh, I think I, I would, it would be go one of two ways. It would either my brain would be completely blank or I'd be on fire. Yeah, you'd be trying to prove that you know your subject. You'd be like, hit me. Yeah. I know all of these. Yeah. Excuse me, guys. I am well versed in this. Yeah. What um, would yours be? I asked you that. Do you say this in every episode? <laughs> no, not everyone asks, but I've had a couple people ask me. Um, and I am maintaining that mine would be X Factor from the years, I mean, any, to be honest. <laughs> but um, the UK, probably from about 2010 to 2015 would be my best years. Interesting. Who was, I've never seen X Factor. I was obsessed with X Factor. I've never watched a single episode. <sighs> so 2010 with the year One Direction we're on. Okay, so I know a lot about that year because I remember a lot about that year because yeah. I've rewatched stuff and things like that. Um, just in a, the context of One Direction, um, I could do One Direction on the X Factor, but I don't know if that's a bit too niche that, that there wouldn't be, be enough questions. Specific, yeah, yeah, because they can ask me what they sung every week. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad that certain songs come on. I'm like One Direction songs on the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my association and it's their with them as well. It's not even their song. No, that's no, it's um Total Eclipse of the Heart. That song, nice. Um, Kids in America. Yeah, I remember watching them perform Kids in America. It was an important moment in my life. Was it? Yeah. Oh dear. I just remember sitting on the floor, going like, "Wow, wow." These boys, <laughs> talented. Yeah, I, I was do, like I, eight. I hated One Direction when they were together. I thought they were too, like, everyone liked them because they were trendy. I was like, I yeah. never listened to them. Since they broke up, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really annoying because now I can't see them. It's so frustrating. And actually, there are quite a few people that say, I didn't want to like them because of the hype. Exactly. So I didn't me. get into it. I didn't look at it. And I've done the same thing. I will put my hands up and say I did the same thing with Hamilton. Right. I was, my friends at school were obsessed with it. Yeah. I don't know if you had the same thing. My friends are all musical theatre friends. That was me. I was yeah. the friend. You I were the friend. I was obsessed before the hype came in, mm. in the UK, which is way, way back now. Yeah, my friends were there early doors, some of them, because international school, some of them are Americans, so it was of big in the American sphere, that kind of thing. Um, and then I just kept hearing it, and all my friends were the theatre, was like basically the theatre class, plus me. Nice. And it... <laughs> Oh my goodness me. I was like, I'm so anti-Hamilton because they had all annoyed me with how much they loved it. Right. It wasn't even, oh, I don't want to get in on the hype. It was, you guys are annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to hate this thing. All the time, I'm not going to like it. Yes. Because of that. And then I found, oh, and then we had to play a medley of Hamilton songs in band. And I was fuming. I was fuming. <laughs> I was like, my friends have finally stopped singing this at the lunch table. And that took me months to get them to do that. Yeah, and, and now it's back. And then in band, she was like, mm, I've been really enjoying Hamilton. So we're going to do a medley of Hamilton's. And I was like, no, I can't play? escape what it. I played the play? flute. I played the flute. I would have guessed that. I feel, like, I feel like similar. I actually played three instruments way back oh, when. Fun. Yeah, my best is the piano. That one is the one I did for like 10 yeah. years. And then flute, I did for like two, three. Clarinet, I did for like two or three. Nice. Piano is my one. I did flute for about 10 years. Wow. Yeah. From eight to 18. Hamilton. Yeah. And you hated it. I hated it. And then when I found out the film was coming out, um, it had been enough time that I decided to watch it. So I watched it with my friends and I enjoyed it. And I'd, I'd started listening to some of the songs a bit before then. You'll Be Back was... Played that on the radio today. 
I heard. It was that was the song that got me into Hamilton. It's so good. So Jonathan, Jonathan Groff. Oh. Arguably though, the guy I saw as the king when so I went to see Hamilton for its seventh ever show in the UK. It was my Christmas present from the year before. So jealous. And uh, I would say the king I went to see was better than Jonathan Groff. Fair. Which is a, ble- a big claim, I think. It is, because he's insanely talented. He is. I love him in everything, mm. don't get me wrong. I don't think he's bad. The guy I saw was superb. Yeah. Um, I do think, and I'd love to actually get your opinion on this, when you have cast recordings of things, do you find that when you go see the show and it's not the original cast, it makes it worse, better, different experience? It's definitely a different experience. Yeah. So with Hamilton in particular, I was listening to that album for at least two years, mm. potentially three, before I saw the show in 2017. Because it took a while to come to the it UK. Did. It took so long. I remember when they first announced it and I like was crying at my mum. I was like, please, can we go? So for my Christmas present the year before, I had an IOU four times Hamilton ticket so Aww. that my family could go. So thanks, Father Christmas, for that. <laughs> but then I remember my mum Skyped a day off work. She's a teacher, so that's really bad. Yeah. Skyped a day off work so that she could be in the queue. It's like, hard to Skype a day off work so when you're teaching. It's hard to get tickets. Yeah. Honestly, she was panicking. And we don't live near London. We're from like West Country, like near the border of Wales. Mm. So it's a trek to get there. So the only time we're ever anywhere near London is at my aunt's house at Christmas. So there was like two specific dates that we had to get because we'd already be near London. Oh. And I remember she told me that she got them and I just started crying. Oh. But when we got there, we uh, this man outside came up to us and was like, please, I'll pay you like £2,000 for a ticket. I need to see it. And it was so early on, like people were doing that. And my dad was so tempted to sell his ticket. And my mum was like, no, Richard, you can't. This is Jenny's <laughs> like, this is Jenny's present. You can't ruin it for her. We came out and he hated it. And he was like, I could have been rich from this. No. And then I made him stand at stage door for an hour and a half with me. But I would say back to the class recording thing, I was so used to hearing like Philippa Zoo in particular mm. singing. I wasn't a massive fan of who was playing Eliza when I went to see it. So I would say with her, I was a bit disappointed. But then with like King George, I would say I preferred my guy. So I think it's definitely a different experience. Sometimes you love it, sometimes you hate it. But I wouldn't say it's always better or always worse. Yeah. If that makes sense. It depends who the actors are, really. And I think when you have the um, the fact you can watch the cast, the original cast now on Disney Plus. Yeah. That makes it it's so except what? i hate how close it gets on jonathan groff's face and he's spitting everywhere. everywhere it's disgusting it's so gross and i get it like no shame you're an actor you need to get the sound out i read somewhere that Do that's it. actually a characterization choice from him no because king george had some disease that meant that he did often dribble and not realize he was dribbling i don't know i haven't fact checked interesting but i have read that I saw an interview with Jonathan Groff uh, like recently after it had come out and him just going, well, <laughs> kind of like, say la vie. Yeah, well, no, you do get that though. If yeah. you're sat on the front row, the spit does hit you. And it's quite nice though, when you're in a theatre, because you're not zoomed in on their face, you'd never know. That's true. <laughs> that is very <laughs> When you true. see it live, you would never know. I had never seen Hamilton like on the stage before I went because the film came out yeah. three years after I saw the musical. So I had, I obviously knew every word to every song, but I had no idea how to be visually, and it was something else. Do you like going into a musical not knowing the plot, not knowing the songs, or is it you want to know before you go in? I would say I'm a bit of both. Like, the mainstream ones, I obviously know, but, like, my mum likes taking me to the random musicals or whatever that come to our local theatre... So, I mean, the first time I saw Sister Act, I'd never seen the film. Mm. I didn't really know what it was. I knew it was like a gospel-y, in a convent sort of thing, but that was it. Obsessed with it, loved it. It's coming to Nottingham soon, so I will be going back Ooh. to see it. I do forget, we do get all the all the tours come through Nottingham. Yeah, most at least most of them do. Yeah, yeah. and then um, I'll be at the tram and I'll suddenly see like a poster for something. And then I'm like, oh, I really want to go see that. And it's like, ended yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, how do happens. I never notice on time? Yeah, well, if you ever need to know what's coming, let me know. <laughs> I've started getting the emails. Have you? Yeah. Nice. Because nice. like, it was like three times in a row or something, I kept missing out. I was like, fine, that's it. I'm signing up to that email. 100%. We had such a good period at the beginning of fourth year. Book of Mormon came yes, on the tour. Yes, I went and saw that. I didn't because I wasn't in Nottingham, but I've seen it before. Yeah. 
Jersey Boys came, which I did go and see. That was one of the ones also I really wanted to go see. Never seen it. Don't really know much about it, but I've heard it's great. It's about Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons and like the story of the band, but it's really good. Oh, I did. Now you say that, I'm like, I did know that. Deep down. Deep deep down, down, I did. Somewhere. Yeah. No, but we've got Annie coming, we've got Sister Act coming. Titanic the musical's coming Fun. I, don't know, I mean I obviously know the story but I don't know the songs from that so that'll be interesting yeah well to see all of them I was supposed to go see Magic Mike when it was on its tour Were you? however they cancelled the tour because Why? it's too expensive to tour in the cost of living crisis oh so that's a shame it is a shame the living crisis is here yeah, I know right? how dare it um what's been your favorite musical you've seen and what's top of your list of musicals you would want to see top that I've seen can I just say firstly I love when I get to go on a musicals tangent with a guest you're so welcome (laughs) you won't be surprised I think Emily and I spoke about musicals yeah no but it has to be done I would say oh it's really hard my top that I've seen is either oh all of them um you can give a couple yeah Yeah, go for it Hamilton was a big one because I hadn't seen even photos of the stage but I knew the And I'm glad so it lived well. up to the your expectations. Cause it was that, better. It was better than I thought it would be. Because it gets a bit scary when there's something you've been in love with and you really want to oh, see. And it's so like, will it, will it be okay? We're so nervous for that. Lion King. Okay. It's very visually impressive. I've heard really it's good. incredible. And it's I so love good. Lion King. So it's going on tour again, if you want to go see it. I do. Um, I do. I might even be on the tour already. I don't know. It's coming to Birmingham in I like will say, August. Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, it should be. And maybe Hairspray, because the dancing mm. was just impeccable. It was so good. Again, another one I love. Haven't seen, I haven't seen many musicals live. Okay. Which is why it's... Yeah, I guess in always... Luxembourg, they, they don't really get many the options. No. no, not at all. My parents really set me up well for it, because we live in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's the most country place yeah. you can possibly go. But literally, 20 minutes drive away is a theatre that isn't like Birmingham Hippodrome size, but it's still pretty decent. So we do get some of the big touring shows. That's really so like good. like I saw Hairspray there yeah. on its tour, Sister Act on its tour, Sound of Music on its tour. And also because it's a smaller theatre, the, the, like, the tickets are way cheaper. Yeah. Going to see Heather's there in summer before my birthday. Lovely. And like if I got the same price in Nottingham, it's double the price because it's a small theatre. So I feel very fortunate. Thank you to my parents. <laughs> But location wise and everything like that um are they musical fans is that how you my got into is. it my mum definitely is she loves the theatre my dad not so much he likes the old traditional ones he likes Les Mis he likes yeah. some music but like with Hamilton and the modern stuff he hates it so quite yeah it was my mum I'd say more yeah. than anyone else that's nice what do I want to see you asked me that question yeah um Heathers I'm really excited to see Heathers it was I'm obsessed with Carrie Hope Fletcher. I was going to say, is that the one... Is Carrie Hope Fletcher in that cast or is she... She, she was in it. originated yeah. Veronica in the UK. Yes. When it was on the West End. Um, I think it is, well, it is still on the West End, but there's a tour as well. I really wanted to see it and I had tickets, but it was during COVID and it was when oh, they no. announced that we were sort of going back into lockdown and they yeah. reduced theatres to 50% capacity. And the day they announced it was the day I had those tickets and it was like... 20 minutes later we got an email saying we were the 50% that got cut so I was so close to seeing it and didn't that's awful so I really want to see that what else do I really yeah that'll be also like a nice all of them it's a bit of a problem it's a bit of a problem I want to see Frozen I think that could be really good Mm. I want to see how they do the magic yeah that is one thing that I I'm intrigued by with film to film to um, stage adaptations yeah especially with Disney things like The Lion King yeah which Clearly, they had to do something interesting, or no one would go. And it's been held as this like amazing, exactly. So good. And they've done it well, which is why I think anything Disney, even though I'm like, I love the film Frozen. Why would I need to go see it? I've seen it a million times. I'm so intrigued by what they would do to make it special to still have that draw for people to go. I wasn't that fussed by Frozen, but my friend went for her 21st birthday and said it was one of the best things she's ever seen. Yeah. And with Samantha Barks as Elsa. Oh my goodness, yes, of course. I feel like I And I love to. her. I love her. I love her. I also want to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child again for like the magic yeah. from film to stage. My sister and my mum went for my sister's birthday and saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and they've said it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, so long though. It's two whole things. Yes, like, but I shows. think it's if you can make a day of it, 
it's nice. And if you enjoy that kind of stuff, it's I perfect. I feel like it's my perfect day, yeah. let's be honest. Or you can always do like um, the morning one day and the afternoon one the next day. That is something they do say you can do. But then you true. have to stay overnight in London. London so. expensive. Yeah. I'm happy to sit in a third seat for seven hours. Yeah. Bring and, it on. and you have like a two hour lunch break. Go walk around or something. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And you've got your intervals as well. Yeah. So it's not that bad. Sounds like, should we go? Should we do it? little don't graduation tempt don't tempt me i don't have the money for it right now no, me neither it'll come from somewhere <laughs> i know it's like it'll appear it'll i make all these plans but financially are they gonna happen who's to say does it's it fine. matter it'll happen one day in the future exactly our oh, future I is long it. and bright hopefully there's so many things i want to go see yeah it's just anyway but i will say if you get the chance i would go see newsies <gasps> i want to see newsies i went for my birthday recently yeah in the Wimbledon yeah yeah and it was incredible Mm -hmm. it was so good Um, had you seen it before like did you know it before I'm obsessed I'm obsessed with newsies and I absolutely love it and everyone in my family hates me because I've become that person okay you know um the people you were complaining about Hamilton yeah that is me that is me with newsies and so so I was like, so finally when I got to see it, I was so excited when I heard it was coming to the UK. Because I was yeah. like, yes. Because I got into it um, when it had just ended on Broadway. Now, I have no plans to go to America. <laughs> I, can I just put that out there? There is no way I'm going to Broadway. Yeah, me But the neither. fact that that wasn't even an option <laughs> crushed it, it me. It hit you hard. Yeah. I get that. And as I say, I, there's no reason why I'm paying like a thousand... I don't even know how much it costs it to fly. So it's like expensive. £500 pounds to a thousand pounds to fly the there. West End is expensive, but... Broadway's awful. It's, it's another level. And you have to fly there. Yeah. And stay in New York. Yeah. I've never been to America. I, the only reason I've I would go is I was three, And that does not count. <laughs> I don't really remember much. No. I was three or four. I saw my cousins because they live in um, California. Nice. I've got some great pictures of me with Winnie the Pooh at Disney World. Oh, I love that. No memories. No, no memories. No memories whatsoever. <laughs> so I do. I am due going back. Um... But yeah, so expensive. But yeah, so it was crushing. And then it came here and it was, it again, It I was really scared. I wasn't going to love it as much, especially because I love Jeremy Jordan. Yes. Who isn't obsessed with Jeremy Jordan? He's incredible. He's amazing and he's so good in, I don't know if you've seen the Disney Plus version of it. Yeah. I have. So absolutely love it. And he's so good in it. And I love all the characters in it. And I was like, ah. Um, guy I, would sell, I saw who is the lead, I should know his name, but I don't. Maybe better, definitely really? at least at least on par. And I wow. didn't think that would happen with Jeremy Jordan Jeremy and the Jordan way is... he plays Jack Kelly. Well, I was like that with Jonathan Groff with yeah. King George. And you just oh, don't expect it. Jack. And some of the some of the other characters, you know, it was like they were just as good. Or I was like, oh, you were fine, you know, whatever. But I wasn't as impressed. Um, I feel like if the lead is particularly strong, it just lifts that's all the I whole need. show. It is, and I saw a matinee as well. So right. you don't expect it to be as good because I don't know why they're just the energy's different. Definitely, I and feel like the audience energy. That's is what it is. Typically, kids or yeah, potentially an older audience. It was an older audience when I was there. Whereas there the evening, it's like there's there's more of a buzz. I feel. Yeah, well, I went on a random Thursday in February, so nice. it was not? it was definitely an older audience. Um, I would, yeah, a lot of kind of like your 30, 40, 50 year olds kind of, someone's got a day off work, what should we do? Let's go to the theatre. Yeah, or, definitely. you know, oh, we're taking a long weekend, taking the Thursday, Friday off, let's go do a matinee show before. You know, it was that sort of vibes. Um, so it was a bit sleepy, but they did amazingly and they made up for it. And it was, oh. and as on, I said, it is on my list. My list is very long, but it is <laughs> I on my list. I can imagine. Um, the guy who played Jack Kelly, as I say, I don't know his name, and I really wish I did, so I could give him the full full give credit. Yeah, give him a Google. I'll find it for um, He was so talented, and he had that that cheeky Jack Kelly vibe, which is what I was scared he wasn't going to have. Yeah, because it just comes really naturally important. to Jeremy Jordan. He was is it such like Michael, a Michael uh, Homka Lindsay. Honestly, could be, could, could be. be him. I'd have to see his face to know because I really have no idea what his name is. This guy. Yeah. Maybe. Potentially Michael. Well done to Michael if it was him. <laughs> it was you, Michael. Yeah. It was as it was also not to ruin the magic. It's almost it's coming up to the end of March. I saw this over a month ago. 
my brain doesn't work <laughs> you're still talking about it now yeah. that shows it's a good show yeah also i'm being given an excuse to talk about it. i was gushing about it afterwards and my family were like okay cool i mean they're lovely and supportive <laughs> they didn't come see it with me i went with dom um it was my birthday present from him oh which was so sweet as well lovely. because i knew he'd hate it yeah. i knew he would hate it Is and he not a musicals guy he can put up with a musical but i would say it has to be the right sort of one and i just knew it wouldn't be his thing yeah um we love it when men yeah tolerate what you love yes and i i gave him the option i was like we don't have to go to newsies he's like i'd love to go take you to a theater like a musical i was like well newsies is on it's my favorite i'd love to go to that one however i'd I'd also like to make sure you have a good experience so i don't mind going to like one of the classic ones i even said like let's go to lion king or back to the future is another one that's just so good and it's his favorite film some of i know one of the cast members in that Wow. I know. Wow. I'll, I'll throw that out there for you. I know. We almost went to Back to the Future because I've heard it's amazing. It's Dom's favourite film. But he was like, no, it's your birthday. This is your oh, present. Good job, Dom. And then afterwards, he was like, I was like, you hated it. And he was like, it wasn't my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so tactful. he refuses to be like negative about it to ruin my experience. But also, I know he didn't like it after yeah. all. But. Next time when it's his birthday, Back to the Future. You could do. I know, but he'd hate me if I bought him theatre tickets. No, well, yeah, maybe. Oh, well. Yeah. You've thought about him, though, because it's Back to the Future. Exactly. He's like, why can't you just take me to a football game? Because he does that all the time anyway. I know. At least the theatre's something a bit different and a bit special. Yeah. (laughs) Not me changing. Present for both of us. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. Maybe. Maybe I'll make that work. Anyway, I feel like I need to stop talking about musicals. I don't know how long this is our recording is because it's no. not moving along on the thing no, I think no. we've been going for 20 minutes Something like that. I think about 15 of that has been pastries and musicals <laughs> nothing better in the world what else is there to talk about genuinely it's true. It's true. I love it we've covered the two most important topics yeah normally I talk more about radio with people but we can talk about radio I don't have I obviously haven't been here for that yeah. long but I feel like we've we've we have a few memory <laughs> memory a few radio <laughs> memories yeah yeah what's what's some good radio memories then I Love the SRAs. Yes. I I think I was one of the few, like, fresher equivalents in mm. the radio that went. Because obviously I had been doing radio for what, a month and a half? A month? So I wasn't nominated for anything. If I was, wow. But I think I just was so happy and proud of everyone else. Yeah. And seeing, like, the joy that radio brought to them. Mm. I don't know. I loved it. A little trip It was to such a good vibe that it night. such a good night. Everyone was so happy. I mean, I think we got a good amount of awards to keep people happy because i've yeah. heard that if you go and you don't really win anything it's a bit everyone's a bit downhearted that's true yeah and I we didn't win I everything wasn't going for any awards mm. i was like oh cool there's like people that are yeah. big in radio here like everyone that's a student that's there is obviously passionate about it i was obviously getting to know everyone in the station i don't know i loved it i had a great time i i mean i loved it it was an amazing night um i didn't even win I didn't win and I still loved it. Yeah, exactly. And actually so many people went, weren't even nominated for things. No. And the people who were nominated were the ones who were stressed. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, yeah, I just decided not to be stressed. I was yeah. like, yeah, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Didn't, but I was ha- so happy to be nominated. still really impressive. I cried. I Aww. cried when I got nominated. It was very sweet. It was... I remember people, I think it was Jack, sent the yeah. link in the chat to watch the yes. moment, like, who, them announce who'd been nominated. And I was watching it, not really knowing what was going on, but I, every time I, it said, like, from URN, I was like, yeah! I was so yeah. proud. It was such a good evening. It was lovely, because it was about half an hour after Eco Frenzy had finished. So okay. I was in the studio anyway, um, waited around, and it was when we had, do you remember when we had the TV in the studio for a little bit? Yeah. So we put it up on the TV, Aww. and it was like me, Gabby, uh, I think Kieran was there. So a couple, not many people, but a couple of us. And we did tallies on the whiteboard of when we got a nomination. Oh, so we're doing little tallies. Lovely. I was just yeah. doing my washing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Gabby wasn't in the studio. Georgia was in the studio. Gabby was at home. Gabby had to run home because she was going out that night. Classic. Yeah. So she was like, need to go get ready. I'm sorry, girlies. Wish I could stay. And we were yeah. like, it's fine. Go for it. Um, and then, yeah, we got our nomination and uh, we FaceTimed Gabby immediately and Gabby was sitting in bed crying. And then I started crying because I saw her crying. Oh. And then it was just like, oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, Gabby promised she'd go streaking. Oh, if we right. got nominated. Did she ever do that? Still hasn't done it. And I'm like, I know. I, yeah, We're I holding her accountable. Follow, follow up on that, Gabby. Yeah. She said she'd run around campus naked. Oh. Now, I'm not sure that's legal. 
I yeah. I'm not However, sure. I did see people jumping in the lake naked at one point though in my first year. Fun. I don't know what it was. Some social. Some people were green. Some were red. Some were blue. And green all stripped off and got in the lake. <laughs> That's a strange thing to see from the from wherever you are on campus. Yeah, I don't think I was quite ready for that aspect of university. No, I can imagine. Fun Fun all the same. Bit like verses, really. Challenges. Yeah. Verses was another good like radio memory. So that is always my favourite social of the year. I think it was my favourite social of anything I've ever done. So much fun. It's so good. I love having something to do. I love being competitive. Yeah. And they're silly challenges. So. Even when you lose, I'm like, it doesn't really matter. No, not at all. No. Not at all. I mean, I drove to see where Jack lives as one of the challenges. Oh, fun. I went up to Bilbra <laughs> to see where the head is stationed. <laughs> I had to go to his bus stop, to be exact. I okay. Go to his house. I, to- I didn't even know that was a challenge. We looked at all the, like, going far away challenges and went, no, not going to do that. See, because we had the list already. Oh, yes, of course. I, I forgot. I didn't even start in Big I started at my house, ready to drive to Jack's because it was a bit shorter nice sneaky very sneaky but very. and then we broke into fly lives studio that was another thing that we did oh did you that was fun. we didn't know where their studio was so we didn't do that one see we have izzy hunter on our team oh uh, she she she's the person that knows everyone yeah she knows everything she does yeah pretty great girl yeah well such she... a good evening though we i mean we also lost but yeah it's so fun it's fine yeah um i feel like do i need to give clarification of what versus is maybe for the listeners this is a point my dad has mentioned because he listens to all the episodes and then gives me a little just listen to the episode this is my thoughts um and he says that he says that sometimes i forget that not everyone knows what's going on at university true um so yeah just in case i need to edit this in at some point the student the sras are the student radio awards which are held in london every year uh to commemorate the best in student radio there we go that's Very a lovely good. way of saying Very it. And um, Versus is a fun competition between the areas of the station where if it's not clear, you do loads of fun challenges and then whichever group gets the most points wins. Yeah. All the challenges are worth different amounts of points. So there's like yeah. drink a purple drink. It's a certain number if you're doing something bigger, like getting on a different radio station show. Mm. That's worth way more points. It's really good fun. Mm. It's lovely. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I'm going to ask you one of the questions I ask everyone, which actually I probably should have given you a bit of warning because this one sometimes takes a bit of thought, but that's fine. Okay. Because I think you can tell with my kind of questions, as much as you can like prep them, I think it's more fun to tell people on the, on the day. Give them like a couple minutes warning because your first thoughts, I think are your best responses. Yeah, definitely. I don't like the well thought out, like, oh, what can I say that sounds the best? I want to know just off the cuff. You want the true person, not I want to know who you are in- off oh, air. Okay, now I'm scared. No, this isn't a tricky, well, it could be a tricky question. But the question is this. What is your most iconic item of clothing? So that the the diehard listeners of a friend recommends when they walk around campus, they'll go, I know Jenny always wears this. And they can see someone always wearing something and go... That must be that Jenny. Jenny. Ooh, okay. What do I wear a lot? That's that's the question I'm asking. It doesn't have to be oh, a specific I, I item. It can be it's stripes. I was about to tell you that. I'm currently wearing a stripy <laughs> Yes, t-shirt. I literally just saw your stripy t-shirt I have and I went a red and white stripy t-shirt. I have a pink and white. Yeah, that is white. Yeah. Um pink and white stripy t-shirt, a blue and white stripy t-shirt, but then I've also got like V-neck. Sort of like rugby shirt style jumpers. Yeah. Stripey, but they're like really soft. They're not rugby material. Got two of those. And You're I'm a fan a of stripes. Out. I wasn't before this year. Something's happened. happened. The French side of me took over. <laughs> I will say that's really interesting because Margot from Margot Mondays, one of her answers was stripes. Yeah. And she is doing a year abroad in France next year. She is. Because She's been interrogating me about visas. Of and course. How to organise it. Of course. I'm glad. But it's interesting that the two girls who I know who are going, yeah, do French, you know, off to France and all that, are in love with stripes. I honestly think it's stripes. Yeah. I don't know why it took me so long to think of that. It's definitely stripes. It is definitely. And I, you know what? I didn't think of anything, and then I saw your stripy t-shirt. Like as I said it, I was like, "What are you wearing today? What like could inspire?" Yeah. I was like, "It's definitely stripes. It's definitely stripes." Which oh, well, is I'm proud of that. Yeah, why not? Nothing wrong with a stripe. No, it makes you unique. I also got stripy trousers. Nice. Another iconic Jenny outfit. Mm. Admittedly, it hasn't come out yet because it's not been warm. 
I love like a wide leg cropped trouser. A patterned wide leg cropped yeah. trouser. I think I've got about six different pairs <laughs> that I wore every single day last year with a little like crop top on. Oh, yeah. it's very me. When when it gets warm, I'm excited. See. I know. And it's looking... Winter is stripy Jenny. Stripy Jenny with loads of jumpers. Nice. Summer, wide leg crop trousers. There you go. I'm excited for the summer. I, li- I like that you've got two different looks for the seasons. What have you done? Fashionable like that. <laughs> for the different Looking at seasons. my outfit right now, leggings, a fleece and a striped t-shirt. Yeah, but that's a classic going to uni outfit. I feel, I feel, I feel like it is. Exactly. Comfort first. Yes. That's always my vibe, comfort first. Mm. I don't wear things to look like horribly uncomfortable things to look fashionable. That's not me. No, not worth it. No. Fair enough. I'm not into uncomfortable stuff. Like, if it's uncomfortable, why would I wear it? Exactly. I've got to that stage in my life. To be honest, I don't think I ever wore stuff that wasn't comfortable because I would have probably kicked up a fuss. Yeah, me too. <laughs> if my mum ever gave me something that wasn't comfortable, I'd be like, no. Absolutely not. No, thank you. I cannot wear this. <laughs> I remember used to having um, socks that had glitter in them. Oh. Not in them, but you know where you have, like, shiny thread? Yeah. And I loved the look of them. But they were a little bit scratchy. No. So I never wore them. See, I, to be honest, I think Primark are very good for socks Hmm? because they're cheap. I, these, what are these? These are Marks and Spencer's. They're not, they're, well, they're very soft. Mm. They're a nice feel. But I feel like I'm that really annoying shoe size where you need to be, what is it? Three to five and then six to eight. I'm a five and a half. Do I go a bit Uh, small? Do I go a bit big? Yeah. And I just never, I always forget which ones I went for last time and they're never right. We need that re- middle size representation. <laughs> you need like a third sock size. Yeah, but then you'll get to the point where they won't. I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a seven. I'm a 40, 41. So six and a half, seven-ish. Yeah. Sometimes a six fits. Sometimes I need a seven and a half, you know, yeah, in that region. That but area. if I had to say a number, I'd just go seven because it's nice and easy. So I tend to be fine. I just go whatever's biggest. I'll have those. Yeah. Because the thing with, with big socks... They like slide around a bit more mm. and aren't in the right sp- like spot. Whereas smaller socks, especially if they're like the little trainer socks, I was gonna say, they then like they the trainer rubs on the back of your foot because your sock uh, isn't covering it. Oh, because they're not big enough. So I can't win. I don't feel like people talk about this issue. No, enough. <laughs> no, and I'm glad you're you've got a space to talk about it. Thank you. Do you prefer a trainer sock or do you prefer a long sock? I'm a trainer sock girl. Yeah, she says wearing long socks. I know. I, I've always got my ankles out. Nice. Lovely ankles. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Guys, make sure next time you see me in person, you compliment my ankles. They're, they're good ankles. Thanks. They function. Do they? That's yeah. That's very good. Have you ever broken an ankle or a bone? Never broken a bone. Very Have good. you? No. I've had issues with bones, but never yeah. broken. I've cracked my head open, but that's not really... Sorry? But you know when you get like a big... Yeah. It's called oh. cracking your head. Or at least I see, assume it's called that because that's what my mum told me. <laughs> Just a big cut on your head. Yeah, and it was when I was about three, so I don't remember it. Well, I, that's probably better, yeah. to be honest. But I've got a little scar in between my eyebrows and I always thought it was my little Harry Potter. It's hard to tell, but when I it's squint... Quite, it's quite hard to see from here. You can. I'll show you later. It's when I, I squint, wait. you can see there's a little bit of like a, a weird bit because um, they were stitching my head up, as you do. And then apparently they got almost to the end. Being the three-year-old I was, yanked my head and messed no. up the stitches. Oh, no. Yeah. So now I've got this like nice little scar. So when I started reading the Harry Potter books, I was like, guys, me. I have a Harry Potter. Your glasses you can't well. even tell it's there. Right. You genuinely... Oh, when people notice my scar, I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is so validating. <laughs> <laughs> you really like. You really see me. Yeah. Who I am. I'm like... Thanks, guys. Do you guys. have any other scars? I love scar stories. Um, I've got one uh, at the bottom of my lip. Okay. Don't know why. Fair enough. I must have... It's the, it's right in the sort of place that I've either bit my lip or bottom of my teeth have, like, cut the inside of my lip. Something yeah, must have something happened. happened. Um, and my favourite scar is one on my pinky finger. Okay. Which I remember doing this one because I was about four years old and... Most of my stories, I'm about three or four. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. This is an exciting childhood. No. <laughs> I, so, okay, how do I best explain this? You know when you're young and you're like, okay, but I haven't experienced this, so it can't be true. Yeah. Everyone had told me light bulbs get hot, but I'd never touched a light bulb. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> and I think you could tell where this is going. Yeah, so I got my knuckle off my pinky finger oh, and we had a lamp. I, that's such a random part of your body to touch a light bulb with. Because it was a small little bit that I could do. 
Yeah, I guess. But would you not just be like... No, no, because I was scared. But also I didn't trust anyone, so I wanted to touch it. Okay. okay. And I really vividly remember uh, seeing the lamp outside the bathroom and going, oh, maybe I should... No, I shouldn't. Is that one of your first I memories? Could, I think it must be. Four? They do say that a lot of your first memories are related to pain. There you go. And there's a, like, psychologically, there's a reason for that because it's your brain having to learn not to do things. Yeah. Um, and it's a really, um, what, kind of like explosive moment. Yeah. It's a memorable moment. So your first memories are never going to be something um, like, oh, I remember. I don't know, watching a TV show. It'll mm. be, I remember falling over, I remember cutting yeah, myself. Like, definitely. it tends to be physical pain. But yeah, I've got a nice little scar from that because I touched a light bulb. Can confirm, That's they are hot. Are they? Would not recommend. Wow, I had no idea. And it, it was like, had been on all day because I think it was like winter or something. So oh, it was so really, it was really hot. hot. It's not even warming up. Yeah, and I was like, I believe everyone now. And since that moment, when someone has told me not to do something, you I've trusted don't. them. Just don't. I've trusted them, yeah. Okay. What about you? Favorite I've got favorite scar. Many a scar, actually. I've got one like in my eyebrow, thinking of face scars. Yeah. From when I had chicken pox. I had chicken pox near ten. Oh. I was fifteen years old when I had chicken pox, so I was really late on that trend. How did you, firstly, avoid it when you were young, and secondly, get it while you were older? Absolutely no idea. I had a girl. My Spanish exchange came over. Mm. I met this girl on the internet. Was very dodgy. <laughs> we like called with her parents. Yeah, yeah. Night, so it felt a bit safer, but. It was the end of her week with us. And my mum was like, oh, Jenny, stop pretending you feel ill. Like, you just, we haven't been giving you enough attention because we've had this Spanish girl here, like, stop wanting the attention sort of thing. The next day, I have spots all over me. So I couldn't take her back to the airport because if they'd seen that she'd been with someone who had chickenpox, they wouldn't let her fly home. Somehow, she still didn't get it from me and she also had never had it before. But I had chickenpox for like a week. Yeah, so so that's a scar. I, oh, my main scar is all down my back. I had scoliosis surgery in 2020, so that's quite a big scar. But that one wasn't stitches because that was COVID times. They didn't want to give me stitches in case when I went to the nurse to take them out, I caught COVID from them because my immune system after it was completely oh, I can imagine. Like, ruined. Yeah. Um, so they used like glue. I've heard of the glue. Like, layers of glue, oh. which is fine. I didn't really know any different, but the glue hadn't properly melted at one point so the top of my scar is like wider than the rest because there was just a lump of glue so that's a fun fact about that scar what other scars do i have oh i've got scars on like my hands from where i cut my finger on the jigsaw and dt at school and stuff like that <laughs> yeah little ones nightmare. not very interesting like, well um, i say oh, not very interesting but... when i was a kid i thought this is really stupid i thought it'd be a good idea to see if a tennis racket could be used as a grater so i like grated my knee <laughs> So I got a scar on my knee for what? that. What? Yeah, really random. Another one is I like to have my nails quite long. Yeah. And we were on holiday somewhere in a car. I don't remember where. And there was a guy hitchhiking and his sign said, I think it said Chia. And I thought it said China. And I went, hey, mum, look. Scraped my leg with my fingernail and then pointed out the window. That guy wants to be hitchhiked to China. I was about eight. Yeah. But my fingernail scraping my leg I've got a scar from no yeah. oh. and I wasn't even bothered about the scar I was just sad because I'd like ripped off my tan that I'd made that <laughs> holiday it's like nine year old and yeah. you're trying to look really cool on holiday yeah and I'm just not and you want everyone to know you've just been on holiday yeah like, guys but I'm really tanned and you'll look exactly the same yeah definitely that's, that's my experience so I'm, I'm covered in scars to be honest I was just a Fun. bit of a adventurous my, my medical history in all senses, it's just a mess. Long and fruitful. Very much so. My housemate, who's a pharmacy student, was like, can I look at all your past medications, please? Like, she found it fascinating, the things that I was on, like, when I was in hospital after spinal surgery. She's like, oh, you were on morphine, not codamine. Like, I wonder why. And she loves it. I love that. I'm a great person to study for Clearly, medicine. My clearly. My find me fascinating, and they're doctors. <laughs> Well, at least you seem to know the right sort of people. Your friends are doctors or pharmacy students, so you can yeah. get get the help when you need it. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> what a random tangent. I love this. We need a follow-up episode that's just you going through all your scars. Yeah, go on the social media. Here's one of them. Here's the other one is close-ups. <laughs> Maybe you should do a podcast on your medical history. Shall I? <laughs> and dive into everyone else's. The traumas of Jenny's life. Fun. I'd love it. It would be a very upbeat podcast. I've had a great life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't know why I'm laughing at this. It's just the funniest. Tad- it's not even what funny what we're talking about. To but... to, though. I don't remember how this came up. No, me neither. Oh, well. Oh, well, my light bulb story. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the important takeaway. Here it is. Don't touch light bulbs, guys. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Um, I am going to ask you the final two questions. Okay. Because, as I say, I'm no longer, we've, I have no idea how long we've been going, but I'm assuming oh, it's been know. a little while. Yeah. Also, I think I started the recording and we're just chatting for the first couple of minutes oh, anyway. So. Actually, we did. Um, actually, I do want to mention really quickly before I ask you the last two questions, netball. Netball. Because I haven't had a reason to bring up netball yet on the podcast. Oh, well, here I am. Although I've interviewed Gabby and Georgia and I don't know why I haven't brought it up. That's but netball, okay. you are one of URN's netball players. I am. I was so happy to find out that URN was beginning, I guess. Yeah, it was our first year. September because I joined like French society in first year with the intention of playing netball for them and they didn't have one. No. Because I love netball. I played netball in school. I'm not very good at it. But it's a bit of fun, isn't it? It's fun and exercise. it's a great way to get a group of girls together. Yeah, definitely. You know how a lot of... It tends to be men socialised by doing sports and I think we really miss the trick so often because a lot of girls have a lot of trauma from school sports so they don't want to do yes. netball. But this is a message to anyone who's a member of URN. We are terrible our netball team we've won one game and we've played about at least 20 um do you think i think we've been about 15 i wouldn't say it's 20 we've, we haven't had that many weeks in the term <laughs> you know that's actually a very fair come point come on we need to make our statistics sound even better than they are <laughs> no we have um, won that's a we've really won important bit but um, we don't take it very seriously we don't we do just go have a fun time and just play around and it's such a great way I've met a few people from the station that way. Me too. And it's like a great socialisation way. I guess that's how you and I way. really met with yeah. Netball. Like, I knew you a little bit because your show was before us, but I didn't... And I met you at the um, the Radio Freshers event this year. True. I remember that. You did, but I didn't really speak, get a chance to speak yeah. to you that much because you were on air, then I was on air. And like, at that event, there were so many freshers there. So many Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Netball, we really, like, I saw you every week. Exactly. We haven't we played, played a bit in of ages, but we don't have the numbers, guys. This is me recruiting. Yeah, please join. No, honestly, I would yeah. recommend it. It's Got so a much really fun. cool t-shirt out of it. Yeah, it's great fun and I've loved it. Um, what's your favourite position to play? Because you tend to play... I'm a bit all over the place. Yeah, to I was going to say. I'm, I'm a remember. wing. You do tend to be wing defence or wing attack. Wing defence or wing attack, depending on what's... We tend to I'm need not... the defenders. Yeah, I'm not great at either. Back in school, I used to be a goal attack fun yeah but i think having not played netball for however many years it's been seven years six years i think i've lost the knack for that so yeah i'd say a wing probably wing attack or wing defense nice yeah i enjoy it really recommend it good join the hangovers netball team guys exactly i just (laughs) i just i haven't had a reason to bring it up yet and i was like i really want to talk about netball i honestly look forward to it it's in my calendar every week i love it and i get upset when it gets cancelled yeah i was i couldn't play this week and then it got cancelled and i felt so guilty every time i can't play i feel so bad because it'll be like because we need to have you me georgia gabby emily whiteside scarlet and um jess Jess and jess's friend yeah and then we've got a team yeah and always those eight though isn't there's always one of us that can't make it and it's fine or we'll get um, someone who hasn't played for a while, we'll come play or whatever. Um, but as long as we have like a core, most of those people can go, we're yeah. good. When we can't, oh, it's so That's sad. That's horrible. Yeah, well, M Whiteside just got back from Prague, so I was really tired. Yeah. I had a massive deadline on Thursday, so I needed to finish that and I was like I can't really prioritise playing a football <laughs> match that's really chill over my degree yeah. but I want to because it's yeah anyway I love netball I love it too I haven't played since I moved so I haven't played since I was 10 wow. so I've really enjoyed getting back into it yeah it's just a nice hour to run around like the other teams that play against us sometimes take it a bit too seriously but yeah. I then think it makes it better for us because we just know how chill we are yeah we need to do a little social just the netball we girls. do I'm we for that. do we do i love it um i will now ask you our last two questions okay <laughs> i'll ask you them both you have a second to think okay and then answer one first and then the other so the two questions are what is your proudest achievement so far in your life and Ooh. what are you looking forward to my proudest achievement was probably just making it to the end of my year abroad because i was so terrified to move to a different country on my own where I I mean I did supposedly speak the language like that was 
you know, I was supposed to be able to speak to people, but I was completely isolated mm. from all my friends, from all my family, had to make a whole new community, like establish myself somewhere completely foreign. And I did that twice. So I was really proud of myself for that. I didn't really have a choice. It was my degree, but <laughs> I, I loved it in the end. And what am I most looking forward to? Seeing what the future holds, because I don't know what I want to do yet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see where I end up. You're at a nice sort of crossroads. And it's nice that you don't seem to be too stressed. I mean, you might be very stressed out about it. I'm not that stressed yet because I have the intention of teaching abroad and traveling next mm. year. If I wanted to work straight away and I'm where I am now, I would be more stressed. There was someone I spoke to um, who was saying that they were very stressed in their second year, but then they came up with lots of options for themselves. So they don't know what they're doing yet, but because they have all these different options and pathways they could go, they're yeah. really excited for it. This is the thing, when you, you like with my degree in particular, mm. it's so open at the end. It's not like I study medicine, so I'm gonna be a doctor. Like, yeah. I study French, but I can't be French. You know? <laughs> Imagine if that's what it is at the end, you get a passport. <laughs> oh, if only, I'd love a European passport. Anyway, that's <laughs> another story. No, I think because there's so many different options for me, it is quite terrifying. But like your friend, I've sort of thought about what I enjoy and I haven't written them down anywhere, but I've got like five different routes mm. that I'm sort of gonna juggle. Hopefully do some internships next year to see what I really, really like doing for a longer term thing. And then we'll see. But I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah, at least Australia. At least Australia. That's a good one. Anyway, thank you for coming on the podcast, Jenny. Thanks for having me. I've had a lovely chat. It's been a great time. And if you've enjoyed listening to my voice, make sure you check out our Instagram, Off Air on Your End, to stay up to date with all the episodes coming out soon.